Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Something More Comfortable, The Black Velvet Experience. I am your host, Black Velvet, and I am elated to be joined by Miss Tamara Blue. Say hey to the people. Hey, hey, hey to the people. Hey, people. (laughs) All right. So how has your week been with all of this stuff going on? Oh, my gosh. Um. Let's see. So I'm really like mindful of the kind of energy that I put out. And so it's been very difficult to be on like any type of social media or even really talk to people because I I'm focused on like trying to, you know, stay in a higher place and like be like of love and light and joy and add that be more of that as you know, as to the world I guess. Right. But dude it's so <laughs> like right now it's like um trying to not buy into the fear right because, which is hard like, yeah because you hear what's what's going on and you're like okay and like i'm in california so they just told us that it's um mandatory everybody to stay in the house well not mandatory what would it say recommended mandatory only for essential items and like a bunch of stores are closed down and folks are just wild and as far as like hoarding stuff and having stuff so it's been a trip but i'm still working like i'm fully remote now and so i've still been working eight hours each day right with my, with my two kids here that, I, I wish that was something that i could do um <laughs> unfortunately my job is a mission critical or mission essential position so i'm at the building every day even though the parking lot is nearly empty there really isn't anybody else in the in the building because of specifically what i do for a living i'm there every day so Um, yeah just be careful listen i and and i'm new to st louis so i basically just go um i already got my groceries so i literally just go to work and get back in the car and come right back to my airbnb and i don't do nothing else yeah so i I do my best to to stay away from everything um i heard a story they said that somebody was driving they had to show papers to prove that they had permission to be driving oh that's okay wild yeah that's a bit much yeah i'm gonna be in the house they ain't gonna have to ask me for nothing (laughs) right 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 (laughs) all right um so let me get into this poem and then i'll get to the questions and then we can you know really start having this conversation um so the poem is called homie lover friend okay she is my homie my lover my friend Lusts me before the beginning and loves me without end. Rejoices in where I'm going and never despairs in where I've been. Hails me as a god, but understands my walk among men. Disappointed when I purr like a kitten and all when I roar like a lion. Admonishes me when I'm faking, but encourages when I'm trying. Can't shake a scent and this fact is no denying. Begs me not to see an angel, but it's hard when on the wings I'm flying. 
to new heights, though. Feet never release grip of the earth's surface. Never allowed to wallow in self-hatred. Only swim in my pool of divine purpose. Has complete reign over my big top. Though sometimes I make it a three-ring circus. Far from a sideshow. My freak is the main draw. Not slight in stature in my world. She stands 50 foot tall. Which exposes my short man complex as my main flaw. So she shrinks sometimes to appease my ego. But never goes too far because see souls are familiar and we are kindred people. So when the dust blows and the blood runs dry, she will still reflect my light and I will be her most high. Because she is my homie, my lover, my friend. Lusts me before the beginning and loves me without end. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So to get to the questions, um, I normally just read the three questions off. And then after that, I start back at at one and then we go from there. So the three questions are, what do you think when you hear homie love a friend? Number two, do you think that the average man or woman can deal with that level of intimacy? And three, do you believe in soulmates or do you think that this is something that has to be worked for or earned every day? Ooh. Right. Ooh. <laughs> I hope I don't blank out. I'm like, damn, do I have an answer? I have an answer. Come through. Right. <laughs> All right. So first question. What do you think when you hear homie love a friend? So I think of an actual situation. Like I think of an actual situation that I was in that I considered a homie love a friend. Okay. I guess. And this is pre-marriage. Like this is like a younger age. And, and I guess the reason I think that is because we were so cool as friends. Okay. Then that was kind of more than the lover. The lover was like a bonus to how cool we were as friends. Nice. That okay. That that's dope. Um me personally, I when it comes to homie lover friend like I don't know that I've ever had all three of them be in the same person. Oh, okay. Before, like, I don't think there's ever been a time where I felt like one person was all three of those things. It normally was like, this person is like, I'm super deeply connected to this individual. Like, it's like our conversations is like on some, some next level, like, you know, when we were spirits type of thing, where it's like before we ever even came to this earth, I knew who you were, but at the same time, they were never my lover. And then I had people that were my lover in that same space, but they, I never had no real deep connection with them. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, it, it, it yeah, is. Cause I, I had that. Cause that's what that was. It was fun though, because, um, I think the part of it that's different is that the assumption is that homie love a friend is an equal three-part piece. Right. And if you take it as not being uh, 
and in equal slice, but just existing and accept the pieces that are existing, then it's cool. Because that's why mine was like homie and friend were like 40-40. That was like the the main thing. Like we talked about our actual relationships, the people that we were really into. Like, <laughs> ah, I see what you said. Our actual businesses, our business plans. We talked about creativity, things that we wanted to create uh, alone or together. But then we also had good sex. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no. I and and I think half of that is because just how I connect with people. I just never, never found it where like that. Like you said, the whole man forty forty twenty. Like that's that's crazy. Like yeah, I, I probably had. But, but the thing is about that forty forty twenty. It's never gonna go anywhere. Right. So it, it you know that it, that's also that's also a thing too. Right. So you have to you have to kind of know what you want. You want a homie, love a friend, but you want some of that sixty to be in the in in a different part. Maybe in the friend and the lover. Right. Maybe he don't have to be the, your homie. He don't have to know your deepest thoughts about everything. But he just needs to be able to get along with you and love you. Indeed, indeed. That, I, I, I man, yeah. <laughs> I never. <laughs> I mean, just sitting here thinking about that, it's like, yeah, you're right. It. I've never. This is some shit I've never really thought about. So I was like, okay, let me think. <laughs> right. I mean, and and that's part of why I do this at all in the first place is just trying to really, because it's like I feel like a lot of us just get into situations or relationships and we don't really think about like what you just said the the idea that yo i could have all this but it not be going anywhere nowhere nowhere at all like this is fun that dude is your homie right you know your homegirl that comes to the house and fall asleep on the couch and then take a shower real quick and go hang out with another dude that's 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 the homie right that's not going nowhere (laughs) (laughs) right yeah you're right right it's like oh who you texting (laughs) yeah while y'all laying in bed together it's like yo who you texting i mean it could it could it depends on what the next what happens after those who you texting i guess but it's a lot of it's a lot of moving pieces when you're playing like that this is true this is very valid um yeah I don't and and for me I guess I I have been hoping that potentially one day I could find that person that was like all three of them. So are you still dating? Um as of right now, no. I am in a committed relationship. Okay. And and we I would probably say um like when you were using the percentages, I would say more of that percentage is in the friend and in the lover part and maybe a little in the homie every now and then but 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 not really because most of that is us trying to like build together and yeah it's like i mean with a kid on the way it's kind of we're oh congratulations well thank you yeah um man that is a in and of itself another like piece 
that that yeah. comes with it that's like ooh. don't forget you guys are friends right you you know i always tell people that you know the friends rules fast you know more than you know the lover rules the friend rules you know from childhood, right? Right. So if you always remember that this person that you say you love and the foundation is love, you should always treat them like your friend. And there's just certain shit that you wouldn't do to your friend. Indeed. You, know, you, wouldn't, you, know, you wouldn't abandon your friend. You right. Know, like with the, the whole go, go to the club together, leave together. Shit like that. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's still, it's the same. So. Right. Um, I, I'm definitely, I am very much a, if you come with me, like, even if I don't know you, like, say I was hanging out with her, but you are a friend of her, you now automatically become like my responsibility <laughs> until we leave this place. You got that uncle energy. Yeah. Where it's just like, <laughs> Hey, yo, who is it? Oh, this your friend. Hey, what? Yeah. So that's me. I, yeah, so I I would never there's never would be a time where I would leave her anywhere, you know what I mean? Like we came oh, here. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah, and it's like and I tried to listen and I one of the deep things about friendship and is supporting things that I may not really be that into. Yeah. You have to support their energy. You're supporting I mean, and I've, you know, I have gotten grief from this, but in my several years of being alive and many friends I've had and come and gone away, I have found it to be so much easier to support, like, the, the light in their eyes. Mm. So whatever it is that they're doing, it don't matter. It's just about how they talk about it when they talk about it. Right. And because the passion and the heart and the love is there then you'll remember to call on it later when they're not, you know, feeling passionate. You can say, hey, whatever happened, or tell me what, tell me some more about this idea or this thing or this project you were doing. You're, you're there to remind them that you're listening, but it's not really what they do. I don't care if you're selling socks or hoodies. Everybody's selling hoodies. Right. Everybody is. <laughs> And then they don't even make them really ahead of time. And I get it. I understand. But it'd be looking funny on the ads. It'd just be some random person. <laughs> and like, it'd be like, in the in the caption, be like something in blackity, blackity, something blackity, and just be a random person. Hey, that is not black at all. Like, oh, hello. <laughs> right. <coughs> That's funny. <laughs> But yeah, that, but that, like you said, it's whatever lights you up. I should be trying to support that. Trying to. Vice versa in all of our relationships. Right. That's, that's deep. That is, yeah. I, I, I definitely appreciate that, that idea or that thought because it's remembering that like we, because like you said, with time coming, like things move and we, like you said, with the lovers is like, you don't always know all the rules to that, but like friends is like remembering like, yo, this person is my friend before they, before we ever even crossed over into lovers, this person was my friend. Yeah. And remember I used to ride for your friends and like 
I think I was much, I was a big, I was like the biggest time that I was like a writer was like seventh grade to like 10th grade. You couldn't, you couldn't say nothing to my friends. You had a problem with my friends. You had a problem with me. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And, and at this point, that's kind of how I've, I've become where it's just like, well, what do you, what do you need? Like, and it, and that's me. It's like, what do you need of me? And the more and more I pay attention to her, the more and more it's like, I can tell when she needs more from me than she's telling me. And I've learned to start doing the thing that I know you need, even though you're not telling me that you need it because I'm, I can hear you now in being your friend. I can hear what you need of me in whatever moment even when you're not telling me everything. Ooh, I got so many things to say right now, but I don't know what kind of show this is. I just have an opinion. Okay. I say be careful with that because you don't never want nobody to think that you're a mind reader. So I would allow, um, give her the chance to open her voice. So when you think you understand what it is that she needs, ask her and let her, let her verbalize to you. The right things. I I was thinking I was gonna do this for you. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. So that she can know that it's okay to ask you, so that you don't have to be be a mind reader. Because in years to come, it'll be like, why you didn't know? Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that 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 could backfire and set you up for failure. Yes, you you are right. You are right. You are correct in this. And, you know, and sometimes women have become. Um, comfortable and just not saying what they want and just taking what they get and if you really Mm. ask somebody they you know they might really have a real opinion on what it is that they actually want to happen like that right hmm? i listen i I dig it very good advice um any fellas that's listening to this (laughs) hey take that advice um for me, when I was saying that, because yes, you're right, I shouldn't do it for everything. But for me, it was like, it's for specific things like, like gas. I know you need gas. Oh my gosh, you that dude. I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. When I get up in the morning and my car just got a full tank in it, I'd be like, praise the Lord. Right. Or I wake up on uh, Saturday late and you didn't already wash the car. Yeah. Like, all right. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I get ready to go to bed and I go into the kitchen, but the dishes are already put in the dishwasher. Oh. Easy day. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, again, that's why I say not everything. For me, it's just, like, there are certain things. Like, if, because I've visited her, and obviously, if I'm visiting her, I'm not working but she's still going to work potentially. And so it's cleaning out, cleaning dishes, doing that kind of stuff, making her food, mm-hmm. having that food ready when she gets there. Yeah. yeah, it's just that one less thing that she then has to come in worrying about. So it, it yeah. yeah, and so, hey, I can get more of that lover side as a... <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's real though. It helps because I mean, it's men don't. It, just, it, it adds value. 
Right. Right. It adds value. It's like, oh man, and it got a sunroof? Exactly. Yes. Yes, it does. (laughs) I haven't talked about relationships and dating in forever. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. And especially not with men. Right. And that and that was kind of what this is for is that you it's normally either from the the female side or it's just from the male side without the the interaction between the two to realize like hey there are things that we can both learn and then take to our other side like hey this is something that I didn't know brother you should do blah 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 like it it allows that to to you know. That's what this is for, is to open up that conversation between men and women when it comes to relationships so that we stop just having the same old repeated messes that we have. It's like, take a time to really talk to this person and say, this is what I really want. This is not what I want. Are you down for that? All right. Yes, hello. Can you give me a second? I'm on a call. Remember I told you? Drink some water. Sorry. No worries. I'll just edit that out. <laughs> That's why I, I know you. I know, once you said you could, I was like, okay, cool. Right, right. All right. So the second question is, do you believe that the average man or woman can deal with the level of intimacy that is required to really um, have a like healthy, healthy relationship. Oh gosh, that's such a loaded question. You go first. <laughs> okay, um, I I honestly don't know because um, of course you don't, because the question is too loaded. Well, well, no, no, no. Meaning, <laughs> meaning that I don't know if the average person is really ready for that level of intimacy. And the reason why I think that or I say that is because to truly be intimate is is not a physical thing. It is me opening up myself and allowing myself to be vulnerable, to show you parts of me that I don't allow the rest of the world to see and, and hope that you one, don't use it against me two that you will see it and, and still love me. So here's why I say it's a loaded question. Okay. You know, stop me if I get too deep. Um, that takes a certain level of, mental maturity, emotional maturity in itself that you're saying an average person, your average person does not have that. And so it's, it's almost like a, it's a pointless, it's a pointless one because they can't, they don't even have the capacity. They don't have the capacity to properly love themselves or see themselves for whoever they are. So how are they going to be able to show somebody their with their vulnerable parts when they can't even look at their vulnerable parts themselves. Mm, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, it, I, I feel like I was saying too many words, but that's what I'm saying. 
No, you definitely didn't say too many words. And honest, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it, but again, it's being able to understand that is that, and it, and it's funny because this moment right here, right now, where we're kind of, um, to ourselves because we have to be. Yeah. This could be that moment or those t- for that a lot of people, yeah. Right, that time to hey, you are by yourself. Take some time to look at who you actually are. You know what I mean? Cuz you you're you don't have baseball and basketball and football and all the other things that have distracted you from looking at who you really are. What your life looks like, the relationships that you have and are they they bettering you or are you bettering that that person in, in on the other side of the relationship or is it negative like yeah like this would be that opportunity to are people really as superficial as they seem on the internet now mind you i haven't dated in 15 years okay yes the answer would be yes <laughs> yes wow. Yes, yes, they are. It it is because it seems like the with the cancel and this is you know part of me again if I go on a tangent, but like the cancel culture and this is also why I don't believe that they know. So no, I don't believe that that the average person could have a level of intimacy to do anything to do jack shit because people walk around with lists of characteristics and behaviors that are must-haves and nice-to-haves and like-to-haves as if they're in a fucking real, excuse me, <laughs> as if they're in a real business meeting, you know? Right. And and not as if they're connecting with the person in the individual's heart and soul and not actually looking at themselves and seeing, like, what are you really bringing, though, bro, to say that she has to have <laughs> all of this? But the two or three things that she does have are bomb, and you really like those, and you don't want. But you won't give those in that any time of day because where she works or something like that's that's the kind of stuff. It just seems super super superficial. Right, man. <laughs> no, listen. That's why I just let you go because I'm like exactly that. It's like you said. It's it 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 is. Listen. I ain't going to be able to give you the whole list. <laughs> like flat out, like I know you got a list because because the same way that men have lists, women have lists. And it's like, you got to be this, 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 this. Yeah. And it's, but here's the thing. Like I had a list. Yes, I did. I had a one in front of my age. However old I was, 19, 14, 17, 19. I wasn't 20-something with a list. Right. I just wasn't. I was out in the world meeting all these different people and realized, okay, here, funny story. This is how I knew my list wasn't wasn't S-H-I-T. Okay. Because I went and I am uh, had my list, you know, I'm a married black man and whatever, had a certain level of height and education, all this other stuff I had on the list. And I went and got a little psychic reading. And the lady says, the la- the man that you're going to marry is going to be a foreigner. Mm. And I was like, uh-uh. I only date black men. 
Now, do you know how old you have to be to not realize <laughs> that black people could also be foreign? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, how dare you make a list with your limited brain at that time? <laughs> like, you better. Right. Man. <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's hilarious. So right? Yeah. I, you know what? And it's realizing, like you just said, it's realizing, like, wait a minute. How, how am I going to say she has to be this height? She has to be this weight. She has to be this. She, it's like, okay, you, and this is the, the biggest thing. If I'm making this list nine times out of 10, I don't even, I'm not even carrying the type of energy to attract that thing, that list that I'm, I'm oh, looking. That's what's funny. Oh, you a mess! Don't get us started about that. <laughs> I, don't be, don't be like, oh, he, uh, she got, she got to be fit, and you ain't been to the gym not, not one week. Talking about you do pull ups, and you do push ups. Talking about she got to be fit. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, yeah. she, she can't be big, or she can't be this, or she can't be, and it'd be like, for real, sir, sir, yeah. you're hanging over your belt. You are hanging over the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Or the people that the money. At the same time, like I do get people the you can totally have a preference. You know, if you prefer like I do I have girlfriends that prefer to date men with money because of the way that they like to be treated right during dating. Okay. Period. Point blank. They want to be taken out, they want to be picked up, they want to be given gifts, and a, you know, a basic old average dude from your block is not doing that. True. And so they date these kind of dudes, and so they don't care too much about looks sometimes because they date for the style of dating that they like to date in. Right. So I can give you that, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm that person that's just like, uh, I needed to to be something like a because it it I think the only thing only thing that I have is probably like I don't date white women like it's not a thing for me like yeah and it just See, makes me feel what weird. I'm thinking is, what I think of is when you think about people who have a list and then you think about they ain't dated as long as me. <laughs> But they, but they list is on point. Man, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't seen a partner, uh, a, a date, or nothing in years. But, but Those they, are the ones I'm talking about. So I, that's what I'm. That's when I'd be like, you know, get off of your ideals so hard, right? If it's keeping you from even getting a chance to experience other humans and make bonds, right? Man, yeah. Cause you're right. You you have gotten your list so perfect <laughs> that you at the house, but <laughs> that you at the crib. You at the crib on some weird science shit by yourself, right? And and oh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, incels. Oh my gosh! I just learned about that word <laughs> like last month. So um, I'm a I, I'm a professional tech. I'm a technical project manager, so I okay. I I supervise development teams, and it'll be like just guys that I guess 
fit the stereotype of these incels and I was cracking up because they're the ones that told me about them. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, they're guys that don't go out much and, you know, they, what is it? They hate everyone. They hate girls. Yeah. Because girls make fun of them. And don't give them the time of day. And don't give them the time of the day. Yeah. And so they're like super duper sexist and super duper mean to women, right? Right. I've never experienced this. I just, you know, I read it on Urban Dictionary. I, I've, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. Really? I mean, because I've been mil. I mean, because I, I've been so I've been military for a long time, almost twenty years, oh, okay. and then I've been in the corporate you know, a government contractor for, for 10 years now. And the reality of it is, is like, you can, I can sit and look at a person and when they get to talking, you be like, yeah, you're not, you're not, uh, <laughs> you, you ain't going on no dates. Like stop playing. Like, Oh man, you know, it's like, man, what? Listen, I can tell. It's like, you ain't got to lie to me. Yeah, but you run into a lot of them, and it's like they say a lot of nasty, sexist stuff, and I just be like, you know what? I'm on. I'm gonna excuse myself from this conversation, from this environment. Yeah, that's all you can do on that one. Yeah, it's like if this ain't work related, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, amen. Can I get an amen? <laughs> man, listen, amen. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> it's like if flat it's out. Work related. If it ain't work related. You're asking me how my kids were. Telling me no stuff. Don't tell me nothing. Yeah, just stay over there. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, anyway, um, so last question. Do you believe in soulmates or do you think that it's something that you have to work at and earn every day? I totally believe in soulmates. Come on. Do you, don't you? Um, I do. Yeah. Now, do I believe that that person is who you end up with? Not necessarily. Do you believe that you can have more than one? Yes, I definitely believe you can have more than one. Yeah. Do you believe that it has to be sexual? No. Uh, and, and okay, if you would have asked twenty-three-year-old, uh, or like you said, like the the young version yeah. of me, yes, I would have <laughs> thought that. I would have been like, soulmate is supposed soulmate to be is just your wife. Right, it's supposed, it. to be, it's supposed to be my everything. That's who you marry. That's the only one forever. Right. That's who you forever want. Right. And then... No, you have to be that. No. Yeah, I realize that. I mean, again, I, I'm about to be 39 this year. And so, yeah, at this point, I have figured that out. Yeah, that's that. That, that. I believe in so much, for sure. I don't know if I know how to explain it, but I know that I have um, girlfriends that are just girlfriends and you know non-intimate right partner homegirls and i couldn't imagine being on this planet without them existing having any of these experiences that i've had without them i would have been like confused but then like you know and i have that with male friends and with my husband so you know it don't matter right it's a hard thing Indeed, it is a hard thing. Um, I think I had one that was like for the longest time, and it and because again, being young, and it, it's like because I grew up around old people, like older people, 
So when I say I'm talking like when I was three, the people that I was around were 60 and 70 because my parents would be at school and at work. And so I would get dropped off with my grandparents. And so like these are the only people. So I, I have all of these these, you know, older ideas, but I'm still in a young body with a young mind and don't know how to apply them to life. And so it's like. Like you said, I'm thinking this woman needs to be my wife. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this connection has got to be that. And it's like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be that. And then with time, I realized like, you know what? And you can always be that. And I can still live my life and get married and have children and all of that stuff. And it, it neither one of them have to conflict with each other. Okay, but do you think that the average person could deal with that? Let's just be so honest. <laughs> if you think that you told, if you told your uh, girlfriend right now that uh, Jackie Johnson from you know from you know sophomore year of college is your real is your soulmate, and that you keep in touch with her as often as you can, you don't talk that often, but whenever you can, you make it a priority to to spend some time with Jackie. She gonna be all right. Uh, no, probably not. That, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. The the average person isn't even it's trying. Not gonna be. No. <laughs> is not trying to process that. Um, yeah, yeah, because yeah, because and then I, I I think the other big thing, going in line with what you're saying, is the idea that a lot of times, it's like, well, we don't have that. And it's like, what do you want from me? Because I can't make you be something that you aren't and you can't make me be something that I'm not. So it's like how we are with each other is how we are with each other. And it's like, and that's dope and I enjoy it, but that it won't ever be that. But isn't it so hard um, to keep yourself from feeling less than when that happens or feeling like you're lacking? Um, I don't know because I've. How do you how how does one how does you, how do you combat that? Honestly, I listen all these years, and I still don't know how to do that. But then yeah. I, I don't know that, that. I think that's why I struggle with like poly polyamory or whatever. Okay. Because even like when I say that I have these, my I feel like these people were soulmates. Right. They are soulmates that I just don't know anymore. Right. And, you know, you know, luckily I'm old enough to where a lot of people were before the internet. And then the ones that were not, I just, you know, you just don't go look for somebody. They don't go look for you. And it just is what it is. I don't know what it would be, what it would be like or sound like to say, hey, uh, this is, you know, a true a twin flame. And right. I want to go and hang out. We, we like to get together because we really inspire each other's creativity. And that could really be it. Right. Most folks are not gonna be down. This be down. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I if as long as it is what you say it is, I'm good because for me it's like I don't exist because of you. So before you got here, I existed. If you leave, I still exist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in my mind, 
if if this person is somebody that you hang out with and it's and it's not anything more than than that do by all means if this person inspires you and i am i'm not inspiring you to that same level by all means Oh no, okay, so then now just now I'm just messing with you. But what if there's absolutely some sex involved? What if that's what's part of the inspiration? Uh then then by all means you can do whatever you wanna do at that point. But uh <laughs> uh what's the oh the meme with uh with SpongeBob? Like, all right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> so that's for me that's it. It's it's one of those things of it's so I mean, funny. So, so why is it that you feel like there's ownership over that, but not ownership over her heart or the, the, the your partner's heart or mind? So, if they're going over to the to be completely mentally and emotionally stimulated by somebody else without ever physically having sex, that's all right. But if there's some actual penetration, then it's a, it's a complete fail. Um, I don't know. It's it. Well, because ultimately for me, it's I don't believe in ownership at all. I don't I don't believe in in owning her heart or mind or anything. So for me, it's Mm -hmm. so so, and so ultimately it's my choice to Uh, if it becomes a situation. Right. So if it becomes a physical thing, I make my own choice. I don't own you and you don't own me. Like, honestly, like, I don't even believe in the idea that I own, like, that is my right. child. Right. I feel oh, like right. I, they are, I have been chosen as a steward to guide them into this world. Okay. But it, I don't. I say. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to pour everything that I have that I've learned so far into you. If you accept it, you accept it. If you don't, I'm I'm going to make your choice. Right. You're going to make your choice. And it's always going to be that. It's not you you better do it like this and it has to happen like this. Like obviously certain things you just like, hey, you know how I like my house, keep my house like that. That kind of stuff. You but crazy. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but but for the most part as as far as like a, a child, it's like no, I, I I want you to to make your own mistakes, and then stand on that. It, whether or not if it turns out great, dope. I'm I'm happy. If it doesn't turn out great, okay, cool. Let's look at this thing. Let's look at what happened, why that thing went wrong, that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, like I said, I only can, um, in in, in all situations, I can only determine my reaction or response to what it is that you do so if 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 me and you have had this conversation and we say there will never be a physical connection between ourselves and somebody outside of this situation then all right that that is the so now i'm i'm not that's not ownership yeah i'm on i'm holding you to your word yeah yeah that's dope yeah, so. Oh, well done, well done. Very <laughs> mature. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, when, since I don't, okay, so I don't, I'm not dating. Okay. I haven't, haven't been dating. I've been married. Right. Um, So I don't talk to, and then the men that I do talk to, 
they extra married too. So like they right. So I, I, and then like, I'm always around women, like on social media, my friends are women. Right. And so I see women's perspectives. I rarely hear men, um, speaking up for themselves on, you know, them being able to make the choice for themselves for things. And like, you know, people still try to make it seem like guys are just, just talk for one thing. Yeah, no. Type of, type of energy. Right. And so I'm glad that you're mature. Uh, listen, this is, do you know what this is? This is literally tons and tons of mistakes and years and years of, of making <laughs> right. those mistakes. And then, right, right. and then, um, actually, you know what? The biggest blessing that I have ever had when it came to understanding um, relationships and and it was the year that I spent overseas in Africa. Where'd you go? Uh, Djibouti. Djibouti. Yeah, it's a it's like in between Eritrea or Eritrea, whatever however you pronounce it, and uh, yeah. and Ethiopia. It's just like a little small island, uh, yeah, or not island, small. but. Yeah. It's just a little small country. Right. And it and how long were you there? Um, I was there for I got out there in April and I left in October. Oh. That's a long time. Indeed. I mean it, it wasn't as long as Iraq, but but because my mind and my spirit and my and everything was in a different place, it gave me the opportunity to really stop and like and not just go back to like my past relationships with females but like go all the way back like where do these feelings of maybe inadequacy or whatever where does this stuff come from finding it and then addressing the thing and so yeah and so that then allowed me to realize like no you know what I don't own her she don't own me and and we choose every day i choose you mm-hmm. and and it's and then realizing that many times that's what a woman wants or at least i know this specific a woman person, any kind of human right wants everybody to want be, everybody wants how does that say uh like playground everybody want to be picked <laughs> my playground voice right everybody want to get chosen right you know and you and, and you want to be last chosen you yeah, now i guess you know that's if you're looking left to right but my daddy didn't tell me not to look left to right i dig it i'm not and that's not i don't, don't compete with nobody I, so i don't as long as you still choosing me right Right. <laughs> right. Well, and, and like you said, because I'm, I'm kind of like that, too, where it's just like, listen, I don't look at nobody else's paper. Mm-mm. The only one I got to worry about is, yo, this is my test. My life is my test. I have to look at mine and figure it out yeah. for my for myself. I'm not worried about what you got going on, because while I may think you may be be winning, you may not be. And the people that you think may be losing may not be. But if I don't even worry about what your paper look like and I'm just worried about, you know what, what I got, I'm blessed. This thing is what it is. Um, I have somebody that loves me, somebody I love. Um, yeah, I got a job. I go to work every day. And 
And for me, it's like really every day taking, um, thinking about what can I do to be of service to her in the sense of this ain't all just about me. I, I can't be selfish as I used to be. It's like I have to think about what does she need because I've chosen to enter into something with her. And so me entering into this space with her, it's like I need to really think about and, and I'm not saying I'm great at it. I'm not perfect at it. There are times when I'm, I still find myself being like, I don't want to do that. And I don't really care how you feel about me not want to do it. I don't want to do it. But yeah, it, it, I'm learning. So this is growth. We always are, yeah. Yeah. It's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ma'am, it has been awesome. Is yeah, this has been fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> thank you for asking me or inviting me. Man, thank it's you for good. having me. Or, or thanks for being on. Sorry, I'm, my no brain, <laughs> <laughs> my brain went went left. Um, before you, before we get off of here, um, uh-huh. tell people about your podcast. Oh, my podcast. My podcast is called. Barely Bougie Mamas, and it is on all of the platforms, iTunes and Spotify and all of the things. And basically, well, not basically, it is um, two mothers that have been able to acquire a life for, them, for their children that is totally different from their, their own. And we just talk about how we navigate that world, whether um, we've had episodes we do every week, and somehow or another, we've been able to put out an episode every week. So we have about 34 episodes. So you could totally binge listen to us um, during this time. It is not kid-friendly. We say all <laughs> of the bad words. Uh, we say all of the bad words. So that's fun. <laughs> um, but we really, you know, we really have honest conversation about schools, public schools, charter schools, regular schools, um, you know, your kids being in just totally different uh, life choices that, you know, that you just didn't have to have and how your kids, you know, don't know certain level of street smarts that you, that you knew. Right. Like, you know, like for instance, some of these kids will never know what it's like to turn a key and start a car. Right. Something as simple as that. It just will not be a thing. Because by the time they get to learn to drive, they will all be starting with the push drive. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, little things. So just, we, just be t- we just talk. Um, I think it's really fun. We're both um, pretty honest. We're, um, the, the joy of our podcast is that we're like polar opposites. Okay. And so... <laughs> We are both married. We do both have children, but that's about it. You know, we're both black and we're both married to African men. Hmm. All right. But that's about it. But that's everything else. Yeah. Like everything else, when the subject comes up, we're just so different. But that's what's kind of fun about barely bougie because the things that she does that are bougie, I'm like, oh, that's not bougie, or I wouldn't do that, or that's not worth it. And the things that I do, she's like, oh no, I would never do that. So. 
it's it's fun. I dig it. I dig it. Listen, I check I, us out. I like know a, all about bougie. <laughs> you do. I know all about. <laughs> listen, I I am, and 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 I've gotten to a place where I don't even care. As you should. Right. If you call me bougie, like I tell people, like listen, I like to live in a certain environment. Um, uh-huh. perfect example. So me being here in St. Louis, um, my lady is in North Carolina. Um, just because of you know insurance and all that kind of stuff it's just easier for her to have the baby out there because she's already covered blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. but I'm looking for places to live out here and I told her I said hey um I said one of the places I said there's a, a a Cooper's Hawk and I don't know if you know what Cooper's Hawk is but it's like a it's a winery um so they have their own wine and they they carry other people's wine but it's also a restaurant and the minute i said that name she was like oh yeah that's that's just the right amount of bouge and i was like exactly <laughs> i was like she's saying that if there's a restaurant if that restaurant is by the house we want this place yes because it it is one of those kind of places because i took her to the one in uh dc for or Northern Virginia, not not actual DC, but the one in Northern Virginia um, for New Year's, and she was like, "Oh my, oh my goodness!" <laughs> and she's like, "And so when I said, oh, they got a Cooper's yeah. Hawk out there,' she was like, "Yes, yes." Oh well, tell her to listen to our podcast so she can get some bougie tips. I listen. I will. <laughs> I will. I have actually listened to it before. Before I ever. Oh, you have. I have. Yeah. I, Listen, oh, cool. I keep my ear to the street. All right. It's fun. We have a good time. Our sound quality is the only thing I'd be like, we working on it. We working on it, y'all. It's just, it's really hard to get together when you got a full-time job and two and three kids and a husband. Right. Yes, it, it, it definitely makes things difficult. <laughs> yeah. But we have a good time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, ma'am, it has been amazing. Um, this is actually the end of my first season, the 10 episodes. I am going to start again a little later. i just trying to, with all the moving around and trying to figure out I'm Airbnb and all that stuff, it's just a lot to try to coordinate with people. And like you said, coordinate, record, do all this stuff. So for all the people listening, I will be back in probably two months. Don't don't hold me to that because if it is later than that, then hey, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I will try my best to to get back to it in the next two months, um, especially with the way that everything is so shut down. It's like it's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I you actually have to make an appointment now to even look at apartments. Like you can't just go like before where you could just go to the apartment complex and then see the place is like you have to now call them get an appointment for them to see to see you mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it's it's crazy in these streets but ma'am it has been amazing um thank you you have a wonderful one i appreciate you being on the show and with that we'll see you <laughs>